0: Hey, Husky fans, uh, we're doing a quick post-game pod, a recap. Huskies with the 24-21 to 21 victory, biggest comeback since 1988. Jimmy, uh, how you feeling, and just what are your initial thoughts and observations?
1: Well, I can tell you this. <laughs> the Huskies in the first, first half was Nate Robinson in the ring today. Knocked out the oh.
0: I did see that.
1: Yeah, he did get knocked out. Uh, So I could tell you, you know, the first half, I felt like we were, you know, the reruns were playing in my mind of, you know, getting our hopes up and then seeing, you know, basically uninspired football, uh, play calling offensively that was head-scratching. And then the field goal – uh, motion uh, to take the penalty and push Henry back uh, was, was enough for me to almost just not even dive into the second half because I I just wasn't up for it. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't take it. We've been through this for many years. And I, I don't know if you caught Jimmy at the end of the game, but I can I can probably – I can't say with obviously 100% certainty but I don't know if Peterson would have that mindset from half in respects to this is a street fight. It's time to hit back. And Jimmy knows how to sell. His energy is infectious. And so I think he fits perfectly for the college game because he can call out his team, but he has, you know, that energy and that passion for, for people to get behind. Um, you know the game in itself. Obviously, Kate Otten was a standout, and as as I've mentioned now many times, Dylan Morris has Oxy, and uh, you know he kept fighting, and he had some tough moments in the game. Uh, it, it was it was obviously nice to see him get that drive at the end of the game to to obviously cap off uh, a hell of a comeback uh Kate Otten's performance, legendary. I tweeted out, this guy's a faster, leaner, Mark Bruner. Uh, the, the lineage continues, and Otten is just continuing to carry the torch of outstanding tight ends
0: at this university. And, and we're probably going to lose him, unfortunately. He's going to leave early.
1: And and why wouldn't he? I mean, he is... Uh, he's getting married. He, and, it, and plus, he's, his play is he's, he's clearly very good.
0: He's got to be. He's got to be like a top top two round guy. Likely,
1: and you know what else I'll say about tonight offensively is that it looks like I, you like to see some go to guys. I I love to see you know Puka got in there and was really counted upon in some big moments. Obviously, Kate Otten is is becoming a target more. So I just like seeing guys that you can count on. And Puka has obviously started. He had some obviously some flash in the last two games. that had some rough drops, uh, but I just love you know developing these go-to guys at crunch time. And it, it looks like they're developing a few of those in the passing game. The the running game uh, rotation was was perplexing, but I think there's probably some strategy there in respect to Pleasant's uh, understanding of the blocking schemes and whatnot. Um, but I, that I, McGrew had seven carries. It felt like he had three. Uh, I know he, he only had one good looking carry, uh, for the night, but no, two carries for Cam Davis, frustrating. And we saw no nudie. I don't know if there was any news on him being hurt or whatnot, but, uh, he didn't even sniff the field if I'm uh, yeah. thinking back correctly. Correct. And uh, I mean, defensively, Elijah Molden, he has he's a complete player chess. His tackling is outstanding. His uh, instincts, his ability to catch the ball, obviously. And I, I do need to give myself a shout out. I called the interceptions tonight inside the Utah's 20 and 30 and uh, then midfield, and they got both of those. So I feel pretty good about that uh, in regards to the defense creating turnovers with the secondary. And obviously, yeah, the fumble recovery by ZTF, who's proving to be an absolute gamer. Now, is he gonna? I mean, Jason Chorak, what had 14 sacks in 97, something like that, or
0: 96, 96 I, think. I think.
1: 96, yeah, 96, 14 sacks. I mean, ZTF is looking to break that record in a in a, in a half a season.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you look at what our D line and outside linebackers could look like. Next year. So you have Thule, who I mean, I heard that he was out for the year. They were holding him out. So he probably really wanted to play. So, I mean, kudos to him. But you have Thule, Taimani, who are going to, he's going to take a big step. You have Tuatele, who he played really well the first drive. I don't know what happened. Maybe they took him out. But him and um, Bandis, you know, they're only going to get better. And then on the edge, you have ZTF. You have Latu coming back, and then you have Savell, who's just getting better and better. And who knows? I mean, that guy from Utah who went to LSU was transferring. Um, Siaki Ika, who's like a big clogger in the middle. Uh, like, there's a chance we could try and get him. And who knows about JTT? I mean, we don't want to go too far, too far off here. But I mean, that just this front. And the heat from the edge is going to be spect- – I mean, just think about how good it is right now, even just with ZTF. And it's just going to be spectacular next season.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, obviously you, you think of if, if Levi had played and decided yeah. to play this year, oh, my
0: Lord. We're, uh, we're basically playing with backups. If, if you yeah. look at the two defensive line and the two outside linebacker positions, it's basically backup guys.
1: Right, yeah, and 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 you know we're we're handicapped at the line linebacker position right now as well.
0: How how would you assess Sermon's play? Because early on he did, I noticed like the first couple drives he did have some costly missed tackles.
1: Yeah, and and he did have a couple bounce back plays later in the game. Yeah, I, he did. Well, I I guess we can give him a chance to evolve. It just feels like. He's just not quite – he's just – he's, like, a couple steps slow at the position. Um, and I, I don't know if he had, is instinctual enough to, to to cover up some of his uh, lack of athleticism. I, you know, it's a work in progress, but I, I am skeptical there. Uh, Olfoshio, were, you know, obviously, we were very high on him. Um, there, and, there was
0: a point when he was out for, I think it was the second drive Utah scored on. Yeah. Like he was out of the game and I think I'd have to look at the plays, but there wasn't, uh, there wasn't that much resistance.
1: Well, there was not. And you know, what we had seen out of this team, we, we just didn't, didn't have that sense in the first half from them that we were so excited about was some of that, that energy and emotion and you know they got they got basically smacked in the mouth. I, I don't think they were expecting that. Obviously, you know they're looking at their their backup quarterback, and you know it's a reminder. I, it's hard to convince kids, but you know every week's a new week, and what you did last week certainly doesn't tell you what you're going to do the next week. And I mean, if you went you you saw Twitter, you went to the message boards. I mean, guys were like, you know, they're ready to hang it up on Lake. Right. I mean,
0: I mean, you, that's, that's just nonsense. Yeah. And even people were saying the same about Dylan Morris. I'm not, and there are multiple people. I'm, I'm on a, a text thread. And uh, so, yeah, it's those are just emotional overreactions. I know all about that. So I'm not yeah, pointing fingers. Fair.
1: No, of course. And social media fosters it and supports it. And, it, we all need our venting outlets, and now it's just publicly—it's public now. You can post your 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 roller coaster of emotions in real time, and that's what you get.
0: And if people don't like it, they can get you fired from your job yeah. immediately. So just know that you're always. If you, number one, don't use your real name. <laughs> yeah. And number two, if you're going to, if you can't hide your identity, just know that. You're You're risking to be. You're representing. Yeah, you're representing your employer. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry to go off on that, but you know, one because I want to go back. You, I think you were talking about before halftime. That sequence really pissed me off. You were talking about the missed field goal. I mean, third and five. It looked like you know Morris threw a good ball there to Bynum. That could have been a touchdown. Yeah, it's just disappointing to you know you have third and five and you can't pick it up and then you get the penalty and you miss the field goal. It was just really disappointing to not get any points there. Also, you know, not get a touchdown, and then on the next drive, ZTF. It's probably easier said than done. Okay, don't hit the guy. Yeah. In in the face, but well, that, felt like the that arm was under his head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could have been like, was it to the neck? Is that what they were worried about? I mean, it looked like he he looked like he could have decapitated the quarterback. <laughs>
1: I just I don't know what the I don't know what the penalty was. But hitting, that was a
0: right? fucking costly penalty because it was second and ten from the forty-two. If you have that sack, you know they might be able to. If he takes his
1: shoulder into his midsection, there's no flag. Yeah, but now easier seven. To...
0: At best, they only get three points there, and so yeah. that's I mean it's just we should have only we should have only been down fourteen going into, I mean, at worst 14 going into, uh, the locker room, but yeah, so that pissed me off. That just seemed shitty. Like we were kind of off our game a little bit. We got sloppy there, but, um, shout, I not to like take a random turn, but shout out to Kamari pleasant on, I think it was the play before the touchdown where he caught a pass and he made the guy miss. Yeah, I got another seven or eight yard. I mean, that was huge. at that At that at that point, I knew we were going to win the game.
1: Yeah, I, I I agree with you there. Did you hear the the broadcaster mention how Kamari Pleasant? They said he was the most elusive of the tree? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: but at least his blocking, and I think you pointed that out when we started recording. I mean, that obviously um played a big role because Utah, you know, they they always bring a good amount of pressure. So that, well, that was encouraging to see the line hold up uh, on that last drive, and and Jimmy, how about Morris and getting him on the move? He well, so, it seems like he's very effective when he's moving. You know when he steps away from pressure.
1: Well, he, he what's what's so impressive about his you know when he moves, he's always looking downfield, and he's not panicking. You can tell that he's not panicked and that's what we watched panic for the, like the last five fucking years at the quarterback position. He has and, to
0: learn he has to learn to run though.
1: Yeah, he, uh, he does and, and that'll come, but w- what I think is abundantly clear with Morris's game is that he is extremely comfortable in the intermediate pass. He he has not dialed in the long ball, but he I I would tend to say he's almost lethal in that intermediate twelve to eighteen yard pass.
0: Yeah, he really is.
1: Um, he's got he's got good spin on the ball. Uh, he, he's always looking downfield. Um, and look, I think you have to give credit to John Dom. I think what John Dom, I, I have no idea if this is the case, but there there must be some sense of calm or some sense of coaching presence that has changed the quarterback play of that really uptight, you know, worried of making a mistake. And that, I think we even saw that with Eason, Uh, you know, with the double spin move going backwards. We've seen none of that type of, uh, you know, action from the quarterback position where we're going the other direction or we seem confused. Like Morris doesn't seem – I mean, his first interception was – was rough I mean that was a really rough pick. That
0: that was the one where if he runs you know we might have been able to attempt a field goal or at least go for it on fourth down sure. right yeah I mean he forced the ball
1: uh, there was two guys in coverage um you know it, it was tough he's gonna learn from those uh, but I think just the fact that his demeanor uh, and, and his, his his ability to to keep a play alive and he like you said he does well. Uh, on the move. He did get another batted ball. I think that's five on the year, four in the first game, one uh, this evening. Uh, You know, I I think that's only going to improve. But, yeah, he's really good, uh, you know, moving – like getting him in space and giving him time. Uh, He's – with his ability to look downfield and look for a guy, you know, getting open. And clearly he's got chemistry with Otten because – that first touchdown, that was a great play. God, that was great. Um, so anyway, yeah, I was really happy with, with Morris and the way he was able to, to come back from, you know, th- what, three interceptions. And, you know, you know, the interception on the Ty Jones one, uh, you know, I think that's probably a tough spot. for Like some guys are saying Ty could have fought for the ball. But, I mean, Ty's a big guy. I mean, that's hard to move your body. Uh, to stop that quickly on an underthrown ball, and you know, get under your feet and try to fight for the
0: ball—it's kind of tough. It went right to the safety. Like we we do see that happen on some of those types of plays. Like I think Buda Baker yeah. had one in the bowl game, the 2014 season, or maybe that that's, was a different. That's good defense. Um, I mean, yeah, no, I'm. It was good defense because you want to be, but I'm just saying it went like right to the safety. Like he didn't have to. It just went right in his bread basket. And I yeah. think Morris was—he was not set when he threw that. So
1: because if he had hit him in stride, I mean, he was—he would have. Yeah, probably, would have been a was, touchdown. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so obviously, that's a huge area of improvement for him. But I, I think they, just – I mean, we've talked about the talent of the wide receiver position. They got to get these guys in areas to make plays cause they can do it. Right. I mean, these yeah. guys
0: are good enough to, to make their own yards. And what about, um, Jalen McMillan? Like we didn't see him or Rome this game. No,
1: no. And I think there was an element when you coming back to Whittingham, you know, he's got a foundational program. He's been there a long time. They've got their nuts and bolts. Um, you know, they have their philosophy nailed down, um, obviously I don't, they probably didn't expect Bentley to be uh as troublesome as as he was apparently um so i, I think they obviously went with some experience uh with some of these guys and you know handed it to Utah i mean did we expect that i don't think we uh, we're going to predict U- Utah putting up 21 points in the first half
0: but we have seen we have seen a lot of teams now in this league completely change from game one to game two. I mean, we yeah. uh, we are evidence of that. I think UCLA, like they were getting drilled by Colorado the first game, and then they drilled Cal that game. I mean, I know Cal lost their first two games, but Cal was horrible their first game. And this looked more like the Utah that we've uh, seen the last couple years. I mean, I don't know if they're, the third best team or the fifth best team or w- whatever. I mean, it's, it's hard to tell in this messed up year, but yeah, that was clearly a much different team than the one USC played. I mean, if USC plays this Utah team, uh, that game probably goes right down to the wire and and they probably lose in my opinion.
1: Now, was it Wilner? I think Wilner made a similar uh, point on, on Twitter. It might've been Kanzana. Imagine if Utah had a game before USC, um, and that's it. Probably would have gone differently in that game. Uh, certainly happy to see. I, just if you th- be honest, if, if Peterson was still the head coach, just no,
0: why? yeah, no. It, it just one more thing about you. The other thing, their their backup quarterback or their quarterback got hurt early in that game, and so in the first game, and so that was another issue for them because when you're the backup quarterback. Like, you're not taking that many snaps. You're not really practicing before the first game. And then you're on the sideline, not really – you know, you're standing – I mean, granted, it was like 15 plays he came in after that. But still, that's like – that's even another element to consider. Yeah. No. That, that we obviously – I mean, we should have factored in. And, I mean, my concern was that, uh, you know, some of our backs would not be able to run the ball against Utah. And – um. I know we're getting away from the Pete. Well, let, let's go back to the Pete question because I think you want to talk about that. I think that's why this win is so significant, Jimmy. Um, you know, you're a Husky football historian. When I, 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 I can't even remember us coming like close to to coming back from a ten point lead since like Jake Locker days.
1: Well, and I think it was mentioned that the last time Washington's zero thirty by by when trailing by twenty one, the last time. They did it. was 1988. 88. Uh, yeah, we had not seen uh, a comeback of this significance apparently since 1988.
0: Being but, 21. Even, but even with that, like, we haven't seen any comebacks. Well,
1: yeah. Generally. No, I, I, I mean, even
0: under <laughs> – the only one we had of note was 2017, Utah. That, the same team – Right, same yeah, stadium. But, then, yeah. but even if you go, I mean, how many and times?
1: Some plays too, chess. I mean, those were some, you know. Yeah, that was that was. The and that was a close time.
0: game. We weren't behind. We weren't behind by more than seven that entire game.
1: Yeah, we just. And I think, no, obviously, there's there'd probably be a lot of factors. But we, how often did we talk about just the demeanor of the team? And and their belief, it just felt like a lot of times they would just kind of sit on their hands. Um, And again, like, I just feel like there's a fight in this team. And, you know, they have some good experienced guys. I think Molden's a hell of a leader. I mean, you can tell how vocal he is. And, you know, he's very, he's a very uh, demonstrative guy, right? He's really, really passionate and vocal. And I I think we've missed that a lot. And I think we talked about it too just for a long time is that, you know, Pete didn't really, um, what's the word? Like
0: nurture that or or foster that type of environment,
1: foster that environment where you have really vocal guys and you have guys that, you know, want to get into a street fight and they want to hit back in the second half. I just don't think that was Pete's DNA. And obviously Pete was a great coach. Uh, and I think it's fair to talk about because Pete decided to leave the program, and you got to give him credit for the self-awareness to do that. Uh, so I, I just think they are developing go-to guys, leadership guys uh, that that uh, aren't afraid to show their emotion. And you know, and because I mean Peterson was really all about, you know, always don't get a personal foul penalty. You know, don't get too high, don't get too low, which is, that's that's good stuff, right? But college football is a very emotional game, and that's the thing. Like, week to week, uh, emotions can really impact the college game, and we seem to be fostering the right the right attitude with these guys.
0: Yeah. And just to go back to the comebacks, 0-30 after being down 21 or something like that, you said, but – even if we were down, I mean, under Pete, yeah, if we if we got down by ten points, like we knew the game was right. over, right? And same yeah, same no. thing under Sark. Like I can't think of. Um, I I think we were down by ten to Stanford in twenty thirteen, which would have been an amazing victory if we won that game. But but still, I just What's the it,
1: Oregon loss, the Peyton Henry miss at Oregon.
0: Yeah, but yeah you know? that that's the angle of you go back the last two years and basically losing so many close games that we should have won
1: yeah. yeah where you where
0: you look at the metrics and like we're the better team, we should win this game, and we didn't like that just our win post game win percentage by a lot of the the metrics in all these games we lost like it was always above fifty percent in a lot of those one score games, and it's nice to have a game that we didn't deserve to win. We should have lost this game and we won. And when's the last time that happened? And couple that with the fact that it was a more than a one possession comeback and it was a 21 point comeback. I mean, that's sure. just, it's so significant for the, the confidence of this team and the emotion and the attitude they can play with.
1: Well. Exactly, and and to cap it off with an 88 yard drive (laughs) for your young quarterback to to you know seal the game like that. Did you were you expecting an 88 yard drive? How many plays was it? It was like a significant amount of plays, And, and the clock management was solid at that juncture, right? Like they were whittling down the clock, and they. They didn't show any sort of panic.
0: Twelve plays.
1: Yeah, 12, 12 play drive. Um, especially when you had some uh, some you know costly turnovers, and you had some rough series that they were able to you know piece it together. I mean that's a I mean, you couldn't draw it up any better. And 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 again, mentioning how you said pleasant spin and and to have the wherewithal to get out of bounds. I mean, think of all the times where you just see guys not make that simple decision. Just
0: making mental and, errors. You know,
1: yeah, and he you know he shedded the tackle, uh, kept moving forward out of bounds. I mean, yeah, you just felt the momentum, and you know Puka made some great he made a diving catch to keep. drive going uh so yeah that that last drive was you know i hope uh they they remember this right like if you're down and you're not feeling good about the way the game's going that you have it on your resume that you've been able to to fight back
0: they have to and i mean the whole team has to feel that way the offense will have confidence in the defense i mean knowing that's the, there's the Arizona game, then the other two games, the defense hasn't given up any points after halftime. And we have to mention, though, ZTF's...
1: <laughs> <laughs> his sack where he broke through two guys, the double team just ran right through them. And that was for his seventh sack of the season. Now, the broadcast said it was his sixth, but Capel and Softy both said it was his seventh sack. So I believe it was his seventh. I mean, that... Play was that was Empton that was Emptman? that's what I was about Entman. to say
0: Stan Emterman like
1: yeah was Stan Emterman like I mean <laughs> busting through two guys like it wasn't even he wasn't even like really slowed down I mean that guy is an absolute beast I okay mean, he's your he's your dick Baird war daddy yeah.
0: no he's 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 pack 12 defensive player of the year I mean, the offensive player of the year is Jamar Jefferson. ZTF is the defensive player of the year. But I will say, you know, instead of praising him, I'm sure the coaches will get on him when he got that fumble when Kyler Gordon made a fantastic play, which was nearly a game-saving play. Because if Utah scores, you know, they go ahead by a touchdown. Or, I mean, if they score a touchdown, the game's probably over. I mean, incredible, nearly a game-saving play by Kyler Gordon. ZTF picks up the fumble. I was hoping he would run it back. It maybe it was just me, but it looked like he was lollygagging a bit. I mean, maybe that's just me. It looked like, or maybe he's no. just so big that you know you can't run that fast.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, a lot of you know, a lot of times just say just fall on the ball right instead of trying to pick it up and run. Uh, but I was thinking like maybe you know his prowess on the volleyball corps, you know, has you have good hands. You know that that situation where. Guy tries to pick up the ball and they and they miss it and the, the other team's able to get it back. But no, no, he just scooped that ball right up and was off. But I I don't think he was lollygagging on that play, man. I think he's just he's a big body.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's unfair, by me. Yeah, but I mean, heck, I, I no, I, I don't
1: think it's unfair. It's just I think he's a big guy.
0: I was just hoping but, yeah. that I mean, if 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 that if he if he was able to run that all the way back, that would have been like such a back-breaking play for Utah. Uh,
1: It was such a crucial, crucial portion of the game, obviously. Um, You know, Dick Baird Baird will say, man, turnovers, right? Turnovers, tackling, special teams. And, you know, we didn't have – the team did not tackle well in the first half. Yeah. Uh, They they did not have their best game of tackling. Uh, And that could be part of – you know Utah was a step up from Arizona in talent um they probably yeah, they get their feet under them they're playing a little bit bigger bodies up front uh Utah's done a good job of building the lines
0: yeah so a couple things I want to touch (coughs) excuse me touch on before we got to call it a night but um we'll stay with the defense um Fatui Tuatele, what happened? Because he he was in and he got pressure on two plays, I think, on the first drive. Did we – were they not playing him as much after that point? You know,
1: I, I don't know. I need to go back and look. What numbers Tuatele? Um,
0: I don't know. Probably 90-something.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, because I was trying to – let's see. I'm looking at the box score. Shit, Ophosio had 14 tackles on the night. Sermon had nine. Molden had eight. ZTF had six. Three sacks.
0: <laughs> He's an <laughs> All-American.
1: Seville had five tackles. Tamani had five. I mean, Tuatelli didn't even make the, uh, didn't even make a tackle.
0: Um, well, I mean, I, I think on the first drive he had two plays where he was he 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 made good plays. That's all I can say. But yeah, I don't see him on there. Yeah, I don't. Uh, he, he was didn't he was applying serious pressure on the first two plays. Is he ninety four? He could be anyway. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, Savell, he's. I mean, he, he continues to flash. He's oh, getting, he he, he's getting better and better five tackles, but yeah, and I mean, I, I yeah. think we were playing Bronson at, uh, was that Sam or outside line? He was really having a lot of trouble. So the Ryan Bowman, even though I bag on him, um, missing him on the edge definitely hurt us materially. You could say, but it allowed Savelle mm-hmm. to get a lot yeah. more time. And I, I think, you know, even though we're, th- we're thin, I mean, obviously many teams are thin given the state of things this season. But we're going to build a lot of depth and we're going to get better because we have younger, talented guys playing who their ability out there should just accelerate week by week, or at least after a couple weeks.
1: They list, uh, uh, to Atelier number 99. 99, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I, did you see anything? I, I didn't see anything after the game about any, anyone getting hurt. Yeah. I mean, a molden, eight tackles, one tackle for loss. I mean, he was, he was fantastic. He had a huge tackle, too. Um, late in the, I think it was late third quarter two guys hit the hit the Utah player and molden just just laid him out
0: yeah and then on offense the only thing that pissed me off getting back to the running back thing I mean in the second half it seemed like we were running the ball on every second down yeah except for the last drive yeah it was, <laughs> you notice it
1: that was- yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was, um, and we even had, we even had that run play on the last drive, I think inside the 30 that didn't, I would think we went for a yard. I don't know if there's even a gained yardage on that run play. Um, but it doesn't matter now.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I guess you could say pleasant with his blocking and experience. Was critical on that last drive, but they still gotta. You're playing better defenses. You you got to give Cam Davis more reps, because he the trajectory of 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 his play out there is going to get a lot better from now into three or four weeks from now. It's probably well, not gonna. It's not gonna happen with any of the other backs.
1: Yeah, he he's just such a physical player too. Uh, I mean, and, and he's you know to catch and he can run between the tackles, like we've mentioned. Um, uh, I I don't know if this is due to you know practice effort. I mean, it's surprising that Newton didn't even get a carry, especially with the rotation they've established the last you know few games.
0: Um, I, I wonder if he was a
1: late scratch or he had a bad week of practice or what. But I, you weren't you surprised that Newton didn't get a carry? Yeah, that was surprising. So, and, you know, maybe someone's going to ask about it in the post-presser. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to fall asleep to the honks tonight, listen to all the callers. No, I'm kidding. Um, I, I'm going to have nightmares after seeing Nate Robinson just get completely <laughs> lit up. Apparently, I did, wasn't aware, but apparently he was talking a ton of shit, too, before the fight. The and, uh, Husky fans, he got, <laughs> He got put to the mat three times, and the last one was just a doozy.
0: Uh, Yeah, Husky fans, the bad news is Nate Robinson got knocked the fuck out. (laughs) The good news is the Husky football made an incredible historic comeback on the 100th anniversary of Husky Stadium.
1: In an 88-yard drive of 12 plays. How many yards was that, that, Jimmy? Was it 88.
0: Yes. Am I wrong on that? Was it eighty-eight? Yes. No, you're right. Okay, you've just said it multiple times, so I wanted to get it out of you again.
1: Yeah, I. But think about. I mean, just you got to sit on that one. Uh, were we capable? Was this team capable? <laughs> I just. You know, I mean, I'm telling you, man. Different persona with this team, and. It just—it's just surprising. Come on. Any Husky fan, hard for for what we've been watching for a long. No, I know we've had some good years, but we've taken a lot of lumps as Husky fans. So this one felt pretty damn. Even in the abbreviated season, you have to feel pretty good about that victory.
0: Yeah. But
1: just. The, the real question after tonight is, now, what about the playoffs? Truly.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> this cement us to, to get us as into the college football playoff?
0: We got to at least be in the top uh, 25 now. You would You would hope. Uh, you know, the big powerful Northwestern went down. What they
1: were? What they? What were they? Number ten? I think there are ten going into Michigan State, lost.
0: Okay, so no, yeah, can we get final thoughts? Normally, I'm the one, or you're the one to <laughs> tap out, but I, I'm tapping out, brother. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
1: I, the pace is pal. Final thoughts? I mean. I I think I've given you plenty. I mean, Kate Otten is going to be a legendary tight end. Uh, Morris is going to allow Pure to uh, redshirt as his dad wants him to. Uh, We're going to see a phenomenal run by ZTF. He's probably going to be a preseason All-American next year. And uh, we just want to see this team get better each week and not go in the hole 21 points.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, we have some weaknesses, and hopefully we can patch those up. I mean, I think we have uh, talented players, but look, injuries are going to accrue for everybody, so it's it's going to be a war of attrition here these last couple of weeks. Well,
1: at least we're not the Broncos, because they lost all three quarterbacks to COVID.
0: Yeah, but I will say... Uh, it's, it's, it's significant that we won this game. It's very significant. Uh, there's, there is a new attitude, a new culture on Montlake. And I mean, that's huge for a young team because we haven't been playing with that kind of confidence for a long time. I mean, that, 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 that matters. You need that to win games no, it's and it's we have it now. So- we didn't, I mean, Pete had some very good teams, but we didn't, we didn't have that his last couple of years. Even though we won the league and went to the Rose Bowl.
1: <laughs> Hello. Look. Let, let, let me finish with hey, this. I'm plotting
0: right now. Let me call you back.
1: Uh, <laughs> let me finish with this. Absolutely. Uh. I'll just say when you when you listen to Pete in the post game, I mean, he genuinely looks like he's enjoying himself. And, and Pete never looked like he enjoyed it. And you know, he he. Oh, you, you he mean concerned. when you
0: when you listen to Jimmy on the post game? Well, just because you said yeah. when you listen to Pete on the post game, I was thinking, was Pete on oh. the honks?
1: No, when you just, I'm sorry, yeah, no, when you listen to Pete, like even at halftime, he just it was like so painful for him. Like the the whole thing just felt. <laughs> Painful for the guy. If you now go back and you think about all of it, and I like Pete, I think Pete's a good dude, but shit, man, he just was—he was not enjoying himself. I don't even know if he enjoyed it when he got to Washington. It was like that next step he was supposed to take in his career, right? And that Washington was an obviously great opportunity, but with Jimmy's energy, and he genuinely looks like. He's freaking really into it and he's not shy about sharing his feelings and emotion. And, uh, that, that, and we talked about that with Sark, you know, you're, you're, you as a coach rubs off to your team. I mean, it's just, you take, uh, that persona into your game and, um, you know, this team's laid dormant for too long. Yeah. You know, I'll I'll say that.
0: I thought this was only going to be 20 minutes, but it's 40 minutes, brother so i'm gonna have to yeah it's a good win i don't know who we're playing next week um we're trying okay. yeah i we might we might have a we might have a bow down to washington round table tomorrow so stay tuned everybody You're a busy but, guy uh but uh yeah we'll have some more pods coming and we'll see who we're playing three and o time to Great. end time to end the season and hang a banner for being pac 12 champions
1: that's right. Let's just end it now. At I least can... Pac-12
0: North champions.
1: Yeah, I could end the season now. That's fine with me.
0: All right. Good night, everybody. Go dogs. Cheers. Okay, okay. Jim, Jim. We have a couple. We have a couple thoughts that uh, we have to include. Um, I'm actually uploading. I'm already uploading, but I'll just attach this. So one thing I was going to say, Jimmy, is um, at halftime, I thought we would come back, but basically inevitably fail. We'd probably lose by 7, maybe 10. What was your view?
1: Yeah, I felt like we, we, we had an opportunity to come back, but I, yeah, I, I did have the sense that you know, it was just going to be just short, obviously, because 21 points is a lot of points to come back from. Uh, Utah you know, was playing pretty well. Um, it, it seemed like they, they had the momentum and, uh, you know, so I, I agree with you there that it, it felt like we we're going to have a, we we're going to have a run to get back into the game, but it just wasn't going to be quite enough. Um, so yeah, I'm totally on board with you on that. And
0: then last thing, let's talk about Dylan Morris, because we were just talking about it before we hung up. The guy's only played three games. I mean, we had people in the middle of the game. I guess we touched on it a little bit. We had people in the middle of the game saying, they're done with more. They're, this is it. We can't win with this guy. He's just a placeholder.
1: Yeah, let's just say I'm here to have no chance, no problem beating him out next year. It's just, uh, let's just get through this season. We're, we're done with this guy.
0: Three games a redshirt freshman?
1: Three freaking games. <laughs> brand new starter remember when cody pickett started as a troop it was like a huge deal uh when pickett started as a as a freshman Richard, i think he was red.
0: 2001
1: yeah I, I mean
0: Richard sophomore maybe
1: was he redshirt sophomore yeah that's right he only played three years so that's true but even then i mean they always talked about you know washington quarterbacks you know browning was the true first true freshman to play i think right I think well, Tui came in. Was he a true freshman when he came in for Brock? Yes. Yeah. So there's only been a handful of guys to come in this early.
0: Talk about flashing Tui against Nebraska. I mean, Coker talks about flashing. That was flashing. Oh man,
1: he almost came back to win that game.
0: (laughs) I I like watching. Like I think when he scored and the Huskies were down by it was 21. I think twenty one fourteen or something like that. In the third quarter after the Huskies scored, and like the stadium was just on fire.
1: Oh yeah, it was nuts. I was there. I remember.
0: Um, but anyway, yeah. back to reality.
1: Well, just that Morris was yeah. He's, into, he's three games into his career. Give the kid a chance to 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 play some football. Uh, I mean, he's going to have some rough games, and he had his first really rough game, and he was able to bounce back from it. That should be a testament to him. And, you know, like we shouldn't be ready to tell the guy to hit the skids after two quarters of his third game into his career.
0: Yeah. All right, brother, on that note, Gotta hang it. Gotta hang it up because I gotta get this thing uploaded so people <laughs> can listen to it. All right. All right. Good work, brother. All right, man. Go, dogs. Later.